one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. with everything that's been going on with you. Hyperventilating at 4 a.m. on the floor with Malia. Right now, I can't go to sea with you. For the rest of the season, I'm going to finish it just with the crew. I am a captain. I worked very hard for my license, and I don't want to take that risk. Yeah, okay. There's, like, too much that's been going on. Okay. Okay. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I have a special little extra bonus episode for you guys this week with Hannah Farrier from Below Deck Med. I'm sure you're all watching it. I think it's like the highest rated show on Bravo right now, or it's doing really well. And it's been a fantastic season, although also infuriating season. I am like screaming at the TV every episode I'm watching. And this week on the show, Hannah was fired from the boat because she had Valium on the boat, but it was prescribed. However, she just didn't approve it. It all felt very shady to me. I did not care for the way that Malia just went into the bathroom, organized it like she was a freaking Picasso, like making a painting or something. Like she organized Hannah's meds in the bathroom and then took pictures. Uh, And then uh, Hannah was fired by Captain Sandy and she went to go get her stuff. And Captain Sandy was like chasing her into the bathroom and saying, open up. Yeah, Better not be flushing those things in the toilet. And it's like, we've known Hannah uh, on Below Deck Men for years and years. And the way they were treating her and the way they were talking about uh, something that is a mental health issue was just so disappointing for me. I felt just so angry by the language that was being used in regards to mental health. Uh, I think language is so incredibly important in regards to mental health, especially because there's already such a stigma behind it. And there's so many people I hear from all the time because I have talk to you guys probably too many times about my depression and anxiety issues. And there's still such a a stigma that people don't feel comfortable talking about those issues. And the only way people get better is by talking about these issues, right? We all feel better when we're able to open up and tell our stories. Everyone has a story. And uh, seeing something like this on TV, to me, was just very tough to watch because I know there were probably many people who were thinking, oh, now I'm not comfortable opening up about my mental health issues because if this is how it's being handled in a workplace, it's upsetting. So it's tough to watch. Good TV, but tough to watch. Uh, so I had to get Hannah on the line. I was going to save this interview for the episode later this week, but I thought it was important to put out. Uh, we're all talking about the episode, so I thought we should all uh, get Hannah on the line. And she had limited time. She's very pregnant, uh, and she's busy, and she's in another country. Yes, but she still hopped on the Zoom uh, and chatted with me for a few minutes. So I was so grateful. She didn't have a lot of time, but she did give me some of her time. So I'm grateful. Uh, I want to tell everyone that I also had another Hannah on earlier this week. And I just want to clear something up. The other Hannah that I had on on Monday's episode, her name is Hannah Brown. And she's a comedian. She's not the Hannah Brown from The Bachelor. So I just wanted to clear that up because I've been getting a lot of uh, very aggressive messages on Instagram, Twitter, all this stuff. 
People have been sending me DMs because they thought it was the other one. And you guys know I'm not very familiar with Bachelor Nation. I've had uh, the one Bachelor contestant, Rachel Lindsay, who I love. Uh, she came on Everything Iconic and talked Bravo. But uh, the Hannah Brown that was on the podcast earlier this week is not related to the Bachelor franchise. And so there seemed to be some confusion. Uh, and I, I don't even know what the whole deal was with the other one. I truly don't even know. So I'm not, no shade to her. Uh, I just uh, wanted to clear that up because apparently people have very strong op- opinions about that other one, uh, the other Hannah Brown. So I just wanted to clear that up. I hope you all give it a listen. I will be back later this week with recaps of The Real Houses of Beverly Hills and The Real Houses of New York. So stay tuned for that tomorrow after Roni airs. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash everything iconic, get the bonus episodes. Also, if you want to leave us a good review, you know, people were upset because they thought somebody else was on the show who wasn't. Um, But if you want to go and leave a good glowing review, uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts and do that for everything iconic. It would be wonderful. But I know everyone's busy. You guys got things to do. There's a lot going on, so no need. But if you get an extra moment, I would love you for it. So thank you. And with all that said, I will leave you with my chat with Hannah Farrier from Below Deck Med. Uh, Please enjoy. Hannah, do you think if I wanted you off the boat that I would use this? It is bullshit because I could have fired you last year, the year before. So if you want to make it about that and say that I don't care, it's fine with me. I won't care. So now officially, I don't care. Pack your clothes and you can go now. Like, I don't care. It's like, you. I'm good. I'm good. Congratulations on the baby. And I also want to say uh, congratulations on, I was actually very excited for you. I know that it was probably a rough episode for you to leave on, but I I felt like excited for you and happy for you to, to be moving on, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I think all good things. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely moving on with my life, which is good. What was it like reliving that last episode? Was it tough to watch? Um, yeah, it was tough to watch. And I think like more, it was tough to just, you know, every episode, there's always like strange things that you hear people say. Um, but I guess watching that episode and hearing a few of the things that Sandy was saying um, around my medication was like really disappointing because I think, you know, I, I put my hands up that, you know, I should have registered the Valium when it came on board. Um, but you know, it's still a, an anti-anxiety medication. Like you don't, you don't need to like put this stigma around it. Like, what if she overdoses and is she flushing it down the toilet? And we're not talking about cocaine. We're talking about right. five milligrams of Valium. You know, so I think I was kind of annoyed and a little disappointed um, it, in that response. It was so frustrating as someone myself who suffers from anxiety and depression, it, it, there's already such a stigma around those things. Mm. So hearing the language that was used, not just by her, but also by Malia on the boat, it was so frustrating. I know so many of us were like shouting at the screen, just being so frustrated. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, acting like it was a more of a hardcore drug. And and even with the, the 
a marijuana pen, they kept saying marijuana pen, but you had clarified on Twitter that it was a CBD pen, correct? Yeah, which I use for anxiety as well. Yeah, and that there's a big difference between THC and CBD. And so that yeah. was frustrating. Um, talk to yeah. me about uh, Malia went into the bathroom, which to me was just uh, disgusting, that she went in, mm. took the photo. It seemed to be um, that she organized the things, um, the the Valium and the CBD pen for the photo. How did yeah. you think that? She'll make a great little Instagram influencer one day, won't she? Oh, I hope we don't give her those followers. Sorry? I do, I hope we don't give her those followers. I do not care for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was, you know, oh, once again, it's just really disappointing. Like if you, to me, I'm just so straightforward. Like the funniest thing I kind of found with that that episode was, you know, this whole like, oh, everyone's scared of Hannah and Rara. I go, I'm really not, it wasn't like that on the boat. I don't really know where she was getting that from. Um, I'm very straightforward. Like if I have something to say, I'm, I'm just going to come to you. I don't need to go through Sandy or find another way. So maybe that's what she was talking about. But to me, I go, I'd much prefer somebody who was, you know, occasionally a little blunt, but actually came to my face as opposed to somebody who went, you know, like that. It so was sneaky. really, yeah disappointing. Uh, now, on the episode, it was a little unclear at first whether or not you had a prescription for the Valium, but you did have a prescription. I just want to clear that up, right? Yeah, I did. So, I was, um, so in Australia, we have our prescriptions, they're stuck to the box. And then we have our like piece of paper that you get like from the pharmacist, you get it back. So, that's what, you know, because Sandy had my prescription on the box, I assume that that's what she was after. And obviously, you know, I just, I don't have that like handy to pull out my handbag at any moment. So I didn't have that, but like within two hours of that conversation, my doctor had written a letter to her explaining the situation. And so it so was, they didn't show that. No, because I'd left the boat. Wow. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, Malia, a lot of fans were feeling like a lot of it was set up with Bugsy coming on board and then suddenly her boyfriend, Malia's boyfriend, just happened to be going to visit someone. Um, did you feel that was set up or did you feel that was all just happening naturally? Um, I feel like... I feel like it was set I up. I don't feel like it was a big... Sorry? I said I feel like it was set up. I was mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it was a big set up like via production or anything like that. I think that Sandy, I don't believe Sandy just found out that Tom was coming in that scene in the bridge. I certainly don't believe that. Um, But I think that maybe Sandy knew that Tom was coming and wasn't so nice to Kiko um, and didn't really give him the chances. Like if you think about it, like, you know, when was it season three or whatever, Adam literally like went against the charter guest preferences purposely and spitefully to put onions in their food to fuck with them you know and that's to me is like that's a bit psychotic I like Adam but that's a bit psychotic and she gave him another chance but then you're not going to give Kiko a chance when he just smashed a 72 plate menu and you know yes he made a mistake with the Vegas dinner that was you know it wasn't good and it was you know that's fine, slap on the wrist, but to fire someone over that when you've literally given Adam a chance like that. 
that didn't sit very well with me. I think there seem to be so many inconsistencies with Captain Sandy, not just about the chef stuff, but about also about the drug use and and different things that she's let slide in the past. And it was Mm. frustrating to watch. And I think um, I, you know, I don't speak for every fan, but I feel like most fans were feeling very frustrated by Captain Sandy this week and in the past few weeks. And it seemed like she was ready to get rid of you. That was my opinion. Like anything she could do to get you off that boat. And it was like, and to use mental health as a weapon, that's how I felt like it was used. It, it was weaponized. That's how I felt. And that was frustrating to me. Um, and then with the Tom situation. Yeah, 100%. With, with the Tom situation too, it just, it, it felt, even if it wasn't staged by by production or anything like that, it still just felt unnatural that he just happened to be going as soon as Kiko was gone. It, it just felt like yeah. the timeline, the timeline seemed to be weird. Um yeah. How were you and Malia getting along before all of this happened? We were getting along fine. You know, she's not, um, we're very different. She's not really my cup of tea, but, um, you know, you have to work with, with people that you wouldn't particularly be friends with all the time. So it really didn't bother me too much. But mm-hmm. um, there was, you know, the situation with Wes and Adam when I worked with her, I found that really like quite disturbing because it's like, it's not like a corporate office where, you know, it's like these two guys bunk together and you've got the whole crew to be thinking of. And then you preach professionalism and yet you've got your tongue down both their throats at the same time. And it's just, you're texting this one saying you're going to go traveling with him. And then you're making out with this one, like literally three or four minutes later. It's just very, deceitful and deceptive so i was hoping that that was gone this season but only not she upgraded have you spoken to her since no and this is another perfect example of of her behavior after episode one aired i got a, a message on facebook messenger going like hi hannah like i hope you enjoyed the episode i have no idea why you blocked me on social media um but i hope things are going well i was like because she thought uh, that I didn't know that it was her. So she's the worst. It was, yeah, it's just like, what? just don't text me at all, you know? Like, you know what you've done. So just like at least to me, I'm like, if you're going to do something like that, at least own it. Just go, oh, no. yeah, you know what? You pissed me off and I had a bitchy moment and I did this. See you later. Don't, think- you know... We would have respected her more. Even on the boat, it was frustrating to see her talking to you as you were getting your stuff to go. It felt mm. so two-faced just having this conversation with you when she knew exactly what happened and then to pretend yeah. like she didn't. It was frustrating. Uh, yeah. Will there be a reunion? I'm not sure at the moment. I'm waiting to hear. I feel like we need one. Um, and would you ever come back? Do you think you're done? Um, I always said that I would have loved to have worked with Captain Lee for a season. Um, so I think if that opportunity was there, but, um, I've also got my daughter coming and I've settled. It would have to be, uh, yeah, it would definitely have to be Captain Lee and, and worth it. It feels like such a new era is, is about to come on Below Deck because we lost you. We lost Kate. Where are you and Kate now? Are you, I know you guys had like a little, I, I don't know, something going on. Are you guys friendly now or no? 
it was um you know we were friends but obviously it's below deck world so (laughs) yeah no we haven't spoken since then uh, Hannah, I don't want to take up too much of your time, so I want to talk about your podcast, which I listened to, and like I, I tweeted, I, w- I think yeah. it's so fantastic. I listened to it to prepare for this interview, and of course, I was just sort of thinking you might talk about your life or something, and then about 15 minutes in, I was like, this is the best thing ever. It very much reminds me of of Pen15 and uh, Jamey, and like the two of you, your co-hosts, what's his name? Um Justin Hill. You guys have such great chemistry uh, and you read from your 12-year-old diary, correct? Can you explain to people? Yes, of course. Um, so basically, like the idea kind of came about when we were, when I was moving house and I found them and it was very much like reading them. I was like, oh my God, you just, it's so you, but at the same time, it's it's this horrible little Satan child. <laughs> And I wanted to kind of start a podcast because I knew I wouldn't be coming back to Below Deck. So I kind of wanted to start a podcast because, you know, one of the things that I've really enjoyed is like the fan interaction over the years. Um, But yeah, it kind of, the two ideas meshed. And then um, I got Justin involved because he, uh, like he said, myself and him have very good chemistry. And most of the time, like we'll sit at the dinner table and me and him just go like this and our partners sit there going like this. And <laughs> so it's just, um, it's a really nice chemistry and uh, yeah, it's basically, it's very light. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. You know, it's like, I got a message yesterday going, Oh my God, I can't believe you referred to your school as a slut school. I'm like, no, 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 let's not start this. It's not supposed to be like that. Just let it right. be what it is, which is light entertainment. It's just supposed to be fun. And it actually like led me, I found my diary um, or my journal, I should say. Uh, but I was like reading through it. Now I didn't start keeping one until I was about 20 ish. Um, and it was like, yeah. just as I was coming out of the closet um, and I was reading through it last night because you guys inspired me. And it was just so wild to look back. And, and I think we're the same age. So a lot of the references you guys used on the show um, were relating to, I was relating to like Alanis Morissette yeah. and all of that. It was. Yeah. Well, Danny, that's what we're going to do next is we're going to have people come on. And I'm so glad you just volunteered. Oh, um, <laughs> I would, I, if I had more time, I would literally read you some of these because they are wild. No, well, I want you to come on my podcast and we'll read them together and then we can spend a week making fun of you instead of making fun of me. <laughs> so, I mean, I think we all look back on those times and we just cringe. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's embarrassing. And, and I was so dramatic at the time I kept this particular journal, uh, but it was fun. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. 
That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. So uh, what else is next for you, Hannah? Uh, I, I know I speak for everyone. We're going to miss you on Bravo. I think we need you back in some oh, capacity event- eventually. I know. So eventually, yes. At the moment, we've started um, Ocean International Training Academy. I started that with Anastasia. And this is a way to get young people excited and into the yachting industry. There's, um, you know, it's kind of one of those industries where you see it on TV, but nobody really knows where to go. So we've started these training courses that help people go from absolutely nothing to knowing where to go, how to get into it, what to do, what jobs to do at home, how to dress, where to network, where to stay, everything like that. It's basically your Bible for yachting. Um, so we're launching that on the 1st of September. So I'm really, really excited about that. And um, the, like people seem really excited about it, which is amazing because we've put our blood, sweat and tears into it. So um, that's Ocean International Training Academy and you can find the link in my bio and Instagram. And then the podcast is great to just keep in touch with people. And then, yeah, then there's a child coming out of me in like two months' time. So that's the most important <laughs> thing. Yeah, I believe that's quite time consuming as well. So, well, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank I look you, fo- I look forward to seeing you on a boat with Captain Lee. I'm I feel like it'll happen. It has to happen. We need it. <laughs> we need it. Um, thank you. Hannah, thank you so much. I want to encourage anyone who's watching this on the new YouTube channel to like, subscribe, comment. Uh, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino uh, on Twitter and Instagram and find Hannah's podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of the uh, podcast platforms and it's called Dear Diary. You're your effed. Right. It's easier just to search my name though, Hannah Ferrier. <laughs> right. right. Hannah, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you got to run, but thank you. Thank you so much, Danny.
love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.